0: We can't just point the finger and say, Congress, you're not doing your job, so we shouldn't do anything.
1: And how much profits are worth their lives? Because I don't think there's money enough to ever be worth it. It shows hope that we can work together as a people on a common cause.
0: From the fourth floor of the Capitol Rotunda, you're listening to WFSU Public Media's Capitol Report, the podcast. I'm Tom Flanagan. Among today's capital action, Florida's proposed social media ban for kids is inching closer to becoming a new state law. The bipartisan measure was approved earlier today by the full Senate after it gained more support from school safety organizations and politicians. Adrian Andrews has this update.
1: Florida senators have been making tweaks to a House bill that, if passed, would prohibit anyone in Florida under the age of 16 from accessing apps like TikTok or Instagram. It's a priority of House Speaker Paul Renner, who says he wants to protect kids from the harmful impacts of social media. Fort Pierce Republican Aaron Grawl has been carrying the bill in the Senate.
0: I think this bill does, goes a very long way to be as narrowly tailored as possible to make it through.
1: Rawl amended the House version of the bill to address concerns that it might violate the privacy of adult users or that it might be too broad. She says focusing on apps' addictive features and ensuring tech companies can properly verify users' ages will help keep the measure from being blocked by the federal government.
0: We can't just point the finger and say, Congress, you're not doing your job, so we shouldn't do anything. The states across this country are all standing up, and we've all taken different tactics to try and get the courts to address this.
1: Before the bill's passage, Stand with Parkland, a group created for the victims of the 2018 Parkland massacre, issued a statement saying they will endorse Florida's social media ban. The group's president says he believes it'll keep kids safe online. St. Petersburg Democratic Senator Daryl Roussan followed the endorsement up by joining the mostly Republicans who voted for the bill.
0: I just know that I want to be a part of that movement that votes to do something because the addiction issues exist amongst our children.
1: If the bill becomes a law, children's social media accounts will be terminated within 90 days. The bill is now heading to the House, where lawmakers will have a chance to consider the Senate's changes. I'm Adrian Andrews.
0: Healthcare advocates are largely celebrating legislation now on its way to Governor Ron DeSantis' desk. The Live Healthy Package, a priority of Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo, seeks to reduce Florida's doctor shortage by growing the state's health care workforce. Regan McCarthy reports the bill passed its final vote in the House today.
2: Following the nearly unanimous vote, advocates and organizations are signaling their support for the legislation. Among those groups is the Florida Hospital Association. President Mary Mayhew says the legislation will help to support hospitals and address a growing need for healthcare workers.
0: This is about being forward thinking. How do we shape the future of healthcare in Florida. We have on average 1,000 people a day moving to our great state. Many are over the age of 65. The demand for healthcare services in Florida is skyrocketing.
2: In December, the legislature's policy analysts estimated that by 2035, the state will have only enough doctors to meet about 77% of the expected demand. Mayhew says Live Healthy is looking ahead at how to curb that problem before it gets worse. Part of the plan includes creating new residency slots for Florida medical students. Mayhew says that's an important part of keeping doctors in the state.
0: Where physicians do their residency training is where they are likely to stay and practice.
2: The package also smooths the path for doctors from out of the country to work in Florida and increases student loan programs for certain healthcare care workers. It also creates a loan program aimed at encouraging innovation within the healthcare system. Democrats have lamented that the package does not include a Medicaid expansion. Medicaid is state and federally funded health insurance for low-income people. But Senate President Kathleen PasadoMo says she thinks the problem in Florida is not that people don't have access to health insurance, it's that they don't have access to health care because there aren't enough doctors to go around. I'm Regan McCarthy.
0: Local minimum wage and heat ordinances could be invalidated under a bill heading to the House floor. Tristan Wood reports the measure blocks local governments from passing labor requirements for contractors. Under current
3: state law, local municipalities cannot pass minimum wage ordinances. But they can create requirements for businesses looking to take on public contracts. That includes stipulating that businesses must pay a living wage or must give a certain number of water breaks if there is a heat wave. Several cities and counties like Gainesville and Miami-Dade have those rules. But a proposal would block any local governments from mandating those kinds of policies and retroactively remove any on the books.
2: Um, and so that will price smaller businesses from being able to actually compete or try to work with their local governments, and it also increases the cost to the taxpayer."
3: Supporters of the bill, like Carolyn Johnson of the Florida Chamber of Commerce, say there are already national and state workforce protections and that removing regulation and the minimum wage requirements would allow for smaller businesses to compete for contracts when they would previously be priced out. But opponents say the bill robs local governments from deciding what is best to protect their communities. Laura Munoz of the Florida Student Power Network recounted in committee how her father died while working in South Florida's heat. Miami-Dade County has passed the heat ordinance since her father's passing.
1: OSHA failed us. The private market and private employers failed us. And I am here to ask you, did my father not deserve better? Did I not deserve better? Was how much profit was worth his life? And how much profits are worth their lives? Because I don't think there's money enough to ever be worth it.
3: Bob McKee of the Florida Association of Counties opposed the bill. He says each municipality knows best about what their workers and businesses need. As the local government, one of the things that's important is the ability to look to those in our communities to give them the dignity that comes with a living and earned wage. The bill passed its final committee stop along party lines. Commerce Committee Chair and Republican Representative Bob Rommel limited public comment time to one minute per speaker, despite complaints from the public. The meeting ended 40 minutes early. Rommel, who is a business owner, says the bill would keep Florida's economy stronger than other states and will help keep local taxes low
0: maybe you're giving
3: 100 people better paying job, but 10,000 people are paying more in taxes. So like, careful what you ask for if you want to become one of those other states, because I don't. The bill is now ready to be heard on the House floor. The Senate companion has one more committee stop. I'm Tristan
0: Wood. A bill that would create a new legal holiday to commemorate the Tuskegee Airmen has passed its final committee in the Florida Senate and is now on its way to a full vote by the Senate. WMFE's Danielle Pryor reports the bill would create a legal holiday to honor the Tuskegee Airmen, our nation's first black military pilots. Sylvester Terry is president of the Chief Master Sergeant Richard Hall Jr., chapter of Tuskegee Airmen Incorporated in central Florida. Terry says the fact the bill has been overwhelmingly supported by legislators on both sides of the aisle is a major win.
2: I
1: think as a voting American in this environment, it shows hope that we can work together as a people on a common cause to do the right thing because it's the right thing, not because there's a political advantage or anything else.
2: The holiday would be celebrated every year
0: on the fourth Thursday in March in Florida. In Orlando, I'm Danielle Pryor. Our regular Capitol Report correspondents are Adrian Andrews, Gina Jordan, Lynn Hatter, Regan McCarthy, Margie Menzel, and Tristan Wood. Thanks also to Danielle Pryor. Shows are available Monday through Thursday by 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, wherever you get your podcasts. On many of these Florida public radio stations, you can tune in each Friday to catch the latest on all things happening at the Capitol, and that show's also available in podcast form. Technical assistance comes from Taylor Cox and I'm Tom Flanagan. This is Capital Report, the podcast from WFSU Public Media.